welcome to Ringside Chaos, the professional wrestling discussion segment of the Bear of Texas podcast. The only professional wrestling podcast in the world where pro wrestling is discussed passionately, with confidence, with great knowledge, and most of all, in the most sophisticated way. So brace yourselves, ladies and gentlemen, because chaos is about to be unleashed. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of Ringside Chaos, the professional wrestling discussion segment of the Bear of Texas podcast and Pain Train Pipe Bomb Productions. So, ladies and gentlemen, I want to do another favorite moment from the Attitude Era segment. And this time, well, I certainly took my sweet-ass time to actually come up with a logical moment. But I got to be honest with you, this particular moment took place before I became a fan of professional wrestling. This was actually something that I actually learned about when I became the fan that I wanted to learn more about the time when I started watching. So, ladies and gentlemen, the moment of this particular one would be the time when D-Generation X attempted to invade World Championship Wrestling. <laughs> Quite frankly, no doubt about it, one of the top 10 moments of the, of the Attitude Era. I mean, this particular thing kind of symbolizes the Attitude Era, the attitude of DX towards WCW. Hmm. Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. I mean, I just want to sit back and imagine what if I had been an 18-year-old fan at the time? What if I had been an adult wrestling fan at the time? <laughs> I mean, if I were a 5-year-old child, now at the time, if I were wrestling, watching wrestling, I would have been a 5-year-old child. I would have had absolutely no idea just what the heck is going on. I probably would have thought that DX is just attempting to disrupt a political rally campaign because I would have I would have no idea that WCW was a rival pro wrestling promotion. Hmm. Uh, yeah, so basically, me being a five year old child, if I was watching at the time, but let, I got to remind everybody that it was actually the Monday Night Raw after the '98 Survivor Series when I started watching wrestling. And it was the day that Mick Foley won the title on Raw is War that officially made me a pro wrestling fan. So in that case, I might as well say it. Mick Foley put my butt in the seat and he put my eyeballs on the TV screen. So thank you, Mick Foley. Thank you from the bottom of my heart for all you have done. Thank you. Anyway, so back to the WCW attempted invasion. Well... You know, I'm actually, I've actually got a little, I've got a, uh, basically, a tab opened up with a couple of interesting stories from interesting sources. One from Bleacher Report, of course, tells, tells a story, but one from Sports Kita saying that Eric Bischoff says he would have let DX into the building. Well, how about that? Because just imagine what would have happened had DX actually gone into the building because they did try to get into the building from one of the entrances and then they, they kind of went down to one of the garages and <laughs> we all remember the door, I think the door was, was closing and then you, son, you I think you see X-Pac and the road dog knocking on the door saying they only want to speak to Eric Bischoff. Oh, man, oh, man, oh, man. I mean... Even to this day, fans are still debating on whether it was all just a simple work or a shoot. I kind of feel like it was a combination of, of both. Because 
from what I understand, and it, it has actually been not only said numerous times, but quite frankly, it has been strongly insisted, if you will, of the fact that Vincent Kennedy McMahon and Mr. Ted Turner legitimately hated each other. Hmm. Well, of course, obviously, that doesn't surprise me. You know, according to this piece right here on the sport, known as the Sportster, and this actually came out in December of 2021. Of course, it, it, all this thing about how DX on multiple occasions attempted to uh, uh, invade WCW. I mean, the whole stunt of up in Norfolk, Virginia, which is the main thing. It, apparently, it did not just happen there. I was not actually aware that there were ever several attempts. But, you know, of course, the story was that that particular night, Monday Nitro, was actually taking place in Norfolk, Virginia, while Raw is War was actually being taken place in Hampton, Virginia. Now, if I remember correctly, during that time, Raw is War was not aired live, but rather on a tape delay. And, of course, Nitro was would be, would be aired live on TNT. So... Of course, during that time, WCW did hold a supposed distinct advantage, but, you know, of course, it doesn't surprise me that Ted Turner and Vince McMahon obviously uh, legitimately hated each other. Of course, you know, it, it shouldn't be to anyone's surprise, really. But, you know, apparently, like, you know, <sighs> again, it's just so overwhelming because, you know, again, like, you're still unsure if it's basically just, work or a legitimate shoe but like i said it, it looks as though it was honestly a, a combination of, of both i mean of course as as we know you know i think it was that particular night you know this because this was in 1998 according to this you know after 83 weeks uh, of a wcw you know winning the winning the war the monday night wars it says according here that wwe had finally scored an upset in the ratings war and this is this actually this night of the WCW uh, invasion, DX attempting to invade WCW, Norfolk in Norfolk, Virginia, actually gave Raw his war like the win that night. So, <laughs> so again, you know, in Hampton, Virginia, Norfolk, Virginia are just literally right next to each other. I'm, I'm not exactly yeah, exactly sure how long the drive would be. If I remember correctly, there's like a there's a bridge that kind of takes you from Hampton to Norfolk. I'm, again, I've I've actually never been. Uh, I've never actually been up there, so I don't. I don't really know too much. I just remember, you know, DX being in the Jeep driving, and yes, I'm actually looking at a map. Yeah, there was actually there was actually a, a bridge. You know, my my brother actually lives close by. My brother lives in Virginia Beach, so th there's that bridge. You know, there's the Hampton, and there's that bridge, and then I forget. I don't even know what the the bridge's name is. It's I think it's called yeah the Hampton Roads Bridge Tunnels. So, so sometimes I wonder that DX legitimately drove down. <laughs> Uh, that, that's on the highway 64 <laughs> to go down to norfolk you know of course there's old dominion university that's that's close by so you know again uh, uh virginia beach is close by and, that, and that's where my brother is, is currently right there at the u.s naval school of music so man I got uh, really looking. I mean, DX, you know, of course, they were dressed in the military attire. You know, you watch the video, you see how Triple H acts as if he's a general. He, he says, a 10 hut, and then at ease. And I'll never forget, Billy Gunn had this, like, thing in between his legs. To, I mean, if, if you're a wrestling fan and you, and you remember the particular segment when Triple H says, at ease, and then he turns around and looks at Billy Gunn and he says, 
I said at ease, and then <laughs> Billy Gunn does this funny thing. <laughs> oh my god. I mean, for those of you that, that are very familiar, I mean, you know exactly what I'm talking about, so... So Triple H kind of cuts this little promo, says, you know, the enemy is near, and he's, he I kind of pokes fun at WCW wrestling. <laughs> oh, man. So basically, like, it, 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 like the way it goes, like, so they're, they're basically, they keep showing these, you know, different, like, segments, like, you know, Triple H, you know, has, like, a megaphone, he's talking to the fans, like that, and, I mean, I'm telling you, like, that, that's why, really, at the end of the day, like, it's a, you, you're not sure if, some would say it's just a work as well as a le legitimate shoot, but I think I remember correctly, like, they, they were look calling for Eric Bischoff, and I think they also mentioned Kevin Nash's name as well as Scott Hall. WCW management actually, like, cl closed the doors in quite a hurry and actually did not want to, like, have a conversation, so that's why I really believe it's, it was all just a legitimate shoot. So... Oh, and check this out. According to this, oh. DX paid a visit to the headquarters of WCW in Atlanta. And check this out. Trip, according to Triple H, WCW management actually called the police. And there was not only many police cars, there was actually riot, there were riot teams on standby. <laughs> oh my god. I was actually not aware of the fact that DX even tried to invade WCW headquarters. And check this out. The next target was the CNN Tower. Oh, for... Oh, my goodness. I was not aware of all this until I'm looking at it right now. I had all these sources lined up on my computer deliberately so I can have extra notes as I'm doing this episode. So I'm learning on the fly, ladies and gentlemen. On the damn fly. But now I'm so dumbfounded to learn the fact that w the DX tried to pay a visit to the headquarters of WCW and the police were called and there were riot teams on standby. Oh my goodness. <laughs> oh my god. I just can't lie like. I just can't imagine, like, you know, the fact that <laughs> I'm just like so dumbfounded right now. But man, th th this is just absolutely crazy. I mean, th this is truly absolutely crazy. I mean, for those of you right now, if if you're listening, I need to know: Did were you aware of this? That W, the DX with the CNN headquarters, the WCW offices. Ugh. <laughs> oh. Because I'll be honest, I did not know. I did not know about this. All I knew was I all I knew was the one with, with one in Norfolk like that, but other than that, I was not aware that there was other in, that there was other vignettes or stunts or segments or whatever you want to call it that involved like I did not know that an, an attempted invasion of the WCW offices and the CNN headquarters in Atlanta were all part of this. I was like, "Oh, I'm just like right now I'm just so overwhelmed." Man. So anyway, oh Just can't like, you know, the fact that I I only thought it was like the Norfolk scope scope in Virginia where the Monday night Monday Nitro taping was taking place. Other than that, I just completely was not aware of it. But but I gotta check this out. Eric Bischoff says he would have let DX into the building, huh? Had he known of the invasion beforehand? Well, of course. 
So according to Sportskita, Eric Bischoff says he would have let DX into the building had he known of the invasion beforehand. Well, of course, he was not going to be aware of the invasion beforehand. I mean, of course, Vince McMahon was not going to let them know that. Then again, you know, uh, I'd imagine if WCW were able to get the results of Mick Foley winning the title, then uh, some would say shouldn't they have gotten shouldn't they have gotten wind of this of this stunt that Vince McMahon and the World Wrestling Federation were planning. I mean, I, I mean, I don't know. Huh. So, so Eric Bischoff, who was in charge of WCW at the time, says that he was unaware that DX would be showing up, and that had he known, he would have let them into the building. Well, that's one of the biggest moments right there. What if he had known and he had let DX in the building? What would have happened? Hmm. Well, God knows how many things would have happened. And this is particularly something I'd like to speak to with not only my friend and my mentor, Mr. Ricky Inkwich, as well as Mr. David LaFon, because they're both great friends and they're great mentors, but... This is something I'd like to speak to many wrestling fans because I'm actually quite curious to know if they knew about the whole WCW headquarters and if Eric Bischoff had known he would have let him in. I mean, like I said, y'all, if y'all follow me on Twitter, if y'all want to, if y'all comment on YouTube, if y'all knew about this and you got, if you guys have a take on what would have happened had Eric Bischoff been aware and let him in, I'm all ears, folks. I'd like to know what you, I'd like to know your thoughts. So, man. <laughs> Man, oh man, oh man! You know, you know, it's it's really interesting. Like th this kind of segment in the mil, in the whole mil military shtick right now. I mean, I'm looking at a picture. You know, Triple H kind of like giving, like that. You have Xbox, X Xbox smiling, and man, China really giving you know f funny face like humor, and even Road Dog has a huge smile on his face. And I, I'm pretty sure Road Dog, you know, really got a kick out of it. You know, of course, I, I really would love to know his honest thoughts when, when he was told of this particular stunt, you know, because as we know, Road Dog is a Marine. So, you know, of course, you, you look at the picture of the Jeep, it's an old school military Jeep, and it has the USMC, the United States Marine Corps, you know, on it. So, I mean, I'm pretty sure, Road, I mean, I don't really know exactly how Road Dog felt about it. I'm Part of me says that obviously he, he, didn't, he did not mind. I mean, again, I'm not sure, but, hmm. Well, okay, so here's a little quote from Mr. Eric Bischoff. So check this out, ladies and gentlemen. And I quote, I heard nothing about it, and it being DX showing up, said, uh, okay, I, I knew, I had heard nothing about it, unquote, and another quote, and I quote, if I would have known about it, listen, my body of work in that period of time speaks for itself. Had I known they were coming, I would have had the door open. I would have instructed Doug Dillinger to instruct his security crew to make sure that they could that they could make their way to the ring, because that would have been amazingly good good TV on my network. Unquote. Well, there you go. Okay, so now we know. <laughs> now we know. But then again, we still have the thing like, what would have happened? Okay, so they would have gotten the, he would have made sure that they got into the ring, and of course that would have been something positive for WCW. And I can't imagine the uh, the impact it would have made for the World Wrestling Federation. But but still, I mean, that's why the question still still we don't know what would have happened. So he would have let them in the building and made sure they got in the ring. But then after that, we don't know, do we? <laughs> I mean, who knows what would have ha what, what what would have happened? So. It's just absolutely incredible. Just absolutely incredible. I mean, I'm telling you. <laughs> but, 
again, this whole thing is just so dumbfounding. I mean, you know, it, like, sometimes when you're when you're in these, you know, ratings wars, I mean, you, you got to do everything you can to to kind of draw the uh, the viewers to your side, right? I mean. The invasion is not only, quite frankly, one of the best moments in WWF history. I mean, it's one of the best moments in professional wrestling as a whole. So, <laughs> but man, you know, even if I had been watching the time, I, I would have been a five-year-old child. I, I would, I wouldn't have known what what, what to expect. I, I would have thought this is all just part of the act. Or, well, I mean, obviously, as a kid, I would have thought it was all for real. But again. I would not have been aware that they were attempting to invade, you know, a rival promotion. Again, I would have thought that it's just a, a group of people just, you know, wrestlers maybe just trying to pull off a stunt, trying to interrupt uh, maybe a political rally or so, or something. I mean, I don't know. So, man. Oh, boy. Oh, man. I, I Again, I mean... Right, right now the the the, the emotions are, are just so overwhelming and and, and I'll talk it. Oh, you you people definitely want to check, listen to this. So now this thing, a corner talk sport. Why Triple H and DX were told by WWE to invade WCW show in a tank? Okay, well it was a jeep, not a tank. I mean, although the tank had a cannon, so I guess that's why they called it a tank. I mean, I don't, I don't know. Ugh. You know. Of course, you know, this story reminds us how Triple H took over DX, you know, because if you remember correctly, Shawn Michaels was had been out of action as a competitor because of the back injury he suffered. I think it was in that casket match with The Undertaker, so. Yeah. So, so of, of course, you know, Vince McMahon, obviously, I mean, this thing, this whole thing definitely had to come right out of Vince McMahon, but. I mean, of course, every, you know everybody's got their reactions, but it's obviously clear that WDX were told because you know, of course, you know Vince McMahon needed to do something and you know to, to kind of to draw the viewers because again, this snapped the eighty-three uh, winning streaks, the eighty-three week winning streak for WCW. So, man, <laughs> it's such a situation. I mean, I'm telling you, DX you know, Triple H has had that megaphone. These WCW fans, I mean, I'm telling you, some of these WCW fans, like, I'd imagine some of them were probably mad, so, you know, if, of course, you, you got a lot of, like, even even Booker T, like, said that he didn't hear about it until it actually happened, so, <laughs> oh, look at that, you know, so, so no surprise, you know, of course, we mentioned how, tri if, if they wanted to see Kevin Nash and, and Scott Hall, you know, like that, man, All these different opinions right there, but I, th I think really at the end of the day, it, it was all it was all basically you know to draw ratings like that. But but then again, uh, of course, you mentioned how Vince McMahon and Ted Turner legitimately did not like each other. It's just who who knows these reasons. But but this this story does not really provide the main reason right there. So man. But obviously, it, it, obviously, it was it was a stunt, and for Vince McMahon and the World Wrestling Federation, quite frankly, it worked out quite well. So, I guess that's basically where you leave it at that point. But, but no doubt, I mean, that's one of my favorite moments. You know, again, not just from the Attitude Era, but one for the one of my favorite moments in wrestling overall. So, 
But, but you, you, oh, well, check this out. According to the Bleacher Report, when DX arrived on the scene in the Jeep, of course, you know, they started insulting WCW. I mean, even several fans actually revealed that they got their tickets for WCW free of charge. Well, how about that? <laughs> oh, well, that's something I, was, I never would have anticipated, too. But, man. Man. Man, oh, man, oh, man. Lots of uh, th- details, you know, I was not aware of, but I'm telling you, I'm still, I'm still, you know, finding the, finding the overwhelming emotions of the, the adrenaline, learning that, that it wasn't just the Norfolk scope that was involved in this thing, but this whole thing just had more details than I could have ever anticipated. So, man. Well, Triple H actually, okay, so Triple H actually had something to say, say according to this. So Triple H and I quote said, and I quote. That WCW had this mentality where they wanted to attack us, but it wasn't about them doing well. It was about us doing bad. If we book, if we booked Hampton, they'd be 20 minutes down the road at the scope, which of course is in Norfolk. Mr. McMahon was pissed. This was the fifth time it happened. Unquote. Huh. And of course, Vince Russo says, you know, that they were getting killed at the time. I mean, WCW, you know, had had the major major advantage because you know, of course, at the time, you know. WC uh, Raw's war was on a tape delay, so. But, uh, and imagine at this time, I'm I'm not, I'm not sure because this was both on the same day, so. So Triple H mentions how he wanted to drive a tank down there and kept talking, and then. Of course, even Vince Russo has actually a couple things you know even even to say about it, and and then. Ugh, <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Even Triple H mentioned mentions a, a point right here that oh, man he even he even reveals that it was only him, Mr. McMahon, and Vince Russo that knew about this stunt because here he reveals that X Pac and the and the Outlaws came up to him and said, and I quote, "There's a bunch of military stuff outside, like a tank. Is that for us? What are we doing?" I, and then <laughs> unquote. Then Triple H even tells him that he can't tell him just yet, but it's gonna be awesome. <laughs> Oh, such amazing stuff! I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, like <laughs> it's almost, it, it's, it's almost as if you know Vince McMahon really like again. I mean, this whole thing. It's almost as if Vince McMahon waited to the right moment, but Vince McMahon was just hell bent on finally doing something about it. I mean, WCW was like you know causing him a lot of problems for the company, so. Vince McMahon did something about it, and man, oh man, oh man, not only did it make an impact then, it still makes an impact today, because quite frankly, ladies and gentlemen, everybody is talking about it. So that is it, ladies and gentlemen, another favorite moment from the Attitude Era, the D-Generation X invasion of WCW, wrestling. Ladies and gentlemen, Ringside Chaos is available to you on all streaming platforms, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and YouTube. Thank you very, very much for joining me today, and I will see you all next time.